Hello everyone and welcome to another episode from Setting Home, which is proudly brought to our sponsors, the Guitar Ninja Academy. Today's episode is all about gender roles and if you want to know why it's all about gender roles, stick around because I'll be telling you right next on today's show. Hello everyone and welcome back to today's episode. Um, as you heard me say in the intro, today's episode is all about gender roles and you're going, why is it all about gender roles? Well, here's the deal. Uh, back in February this year, their PR company sent me through their seven track single, uh, Dead or Alive, So Useless. I absolutely fell in love with it. I fell in love with gender roles as a band. I really like their sound. It's kind of like a, a pop punk grunge kind of sound with some 90s influences there. Um, so much energy in about their music. So. Um, here and there, I can't say I've been too educated about it because there's been loads of other things going on. But a couple of times I've been attempting to get gender roles on the show um, to obviously talk to them about what they're about. Um, a few months ago, the band announced a tour called the Rock Refresh Tour, and one of the dates happened to be in my hometown of Northampton. Um, today's show will all be about those guys. I'll be playing a couple of tracks for those of you who don't know what they sound like, or you know, just. Yeah, some of you who do know that just happy to hear the songs again I'll be playing you a couple of their tracks and then I'll be bringing you the interview that I did um, at the Black Prince here in Northampton um, with Tom, Jared and Jordan um, really really cool interview um, I've never met the guys prior to this, you know, this interview and really nice guys uh, I didn't realise that um, Tom is actually a Northamptonian lad um, so that was kind of cool connected in that, in that sense and um, we sat down and, you know, just to give you a little bit of an indication of what we talked about, we talked about getting back out, playing shows again and, and what they've got coming up. So I don't want to give too much away because otherwise you won't be sticking around for the interview. Um, so I'm going to be kicking off now with um, a track called You Look Like Death, um, which was taken from their full e um, left, sorry, not EP, full left album back in 2019, Plan. That's coming right next, stick around because then we'll go straight to our interview.
Hey guys, so welcome back. I hope you enjoyed it. That was a track entitled You Look Like Death, which is taken from the band's uh, debut album, Pram, which came out in 2019. I'm going to be jumping straight into the interview now, um, playing that for you guys. Like I said, it was a real pleasure to be able to sit down with um, the guys to discuss kind of getting back onto the road and, and touring life and what's next. So I hope you enjoyed that interview. That's coming right next. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Setting the Tone. And we have gender roles here at the Black Prince in Northampton. Welcome, guys. Hello. Hello. How's um How's it all going? Really well. Yeah. Good. Really well. Good. On uh, week four now, and I think everyone's feeling it a bit. But every time we uh, start the show, we get a bit more juiced up again. So we're on the final push now, mm-hmm. feeling good. 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 Um, to date, you guys have released uh, a couple of EPs. We've got Planet X Ray that came out in 2017, Laser Rush in 2018, Pran the album in 2019. Mm-hmm. And then most recently, Dead or Alive slash So Useless in this year. I think May, I think. Yeah. Um, first, congratulations on the success of that that single. I think it went down pretty well. Everyone that I was speaking to enjoyed it. So congratulations. Nice no worries. Thank you. What's it like to get that out? Obviously, it's the first release since Pran in like 2019. Yeah, it was one of those things where um, they were actually recorded at the same time as Prang, Um And we sort of whittled Prang down to... Was it 10? 10 times, yeah. yeah. The ten that fit the most, and we, um, we kept two that we thought would stand out sort of by themselves. Kept them from a rainy day, and then obviously it's been quite a long rainy day. <laughs> so it was nice to have those in the bank and just be able to um, just get them out. And uh, they're two... Oh, I can't even speak. <laughs> <laughs> Four <laughs> weeks is definitely setting, isn't it? They're kind of the two that are a good bridge between Prang and the uh, the new stuff we've been writing. So it's uh, it's been nice to get them out, and it's been reacted to pretty well, so... Yeah, definitely. It was um, your PR that sent me the the tracks initially, and I was like, "This is this is awesome." I, I kind of like was picking up like um, I don't know if it's fair to say like a little Nirvana vibe and that kind of like pop punk, and you know, so it really really kind of hit home with me. I was like, "This is pretty cool." So, oh, right, thanks, man. Definitely, thank you guys. Um, for those of you who don't know, how did the journey begin for Gender Roles? Um, so I lived with I was in Brighton for quite a while. Moved home to Northampton for a couple of months wrote a couple of songs and then ended up moving in with, uh, oh, the, the room's falling apart. <laughs> that, that's what we're <laughs> It's yeah. haunted. I'd, uh, I'd sort of moved, moved out of Brighton, um, went back home to Northampton for a couple of months, wrote some songs and then ended up moving in with Jared and a couple of our mates, Max, who's in Regal Chair as well. We were all living together. And um, yeah, basically decided we were going to start a band but needed a drummer. And then we uh, ended up at Lilford's house at a pride party in Brighton. And then we're chatting until the wee hours and then had a practice. And then that was six years ago. We should play some songs together, man. Well, dude, you're speaking my language. Yeah, I love that band. And then we did it. And then here we are, six years later, five years later. There you go. Awesome. Thank you, guys. (laughs) I feel (laughs) the end. That's it. That's all you need to know. Um, I believe this is, what, the seventh date? Of the tour, the actual, in terms of dates, shows gone by. Uh, this is the. Oh. I think we've got a tour place here. The seventeenth. Thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. Well, I I did not add another ten to that. <laughs> clearly, <laughs> um, how's it been going? What do you, what do you feel the reaction has been going to you guys getting out on the road? It's been really nice. It's, I think it's one of those where because it's been. A while that we've got out and I, I think the thing we're known more for doing is touring mm-hmm. we, we're quite a live band we sort of write everything to play live 
Um, so it was a little bit worrying on the first date, just seeing if anyone was gonna come or if it'd been like too long and like sort of lost and forgotten sort of thing. But every every night's been great. Everyone's been really into it and um, showing the love. And yeah, it's, uh, it's sort of boosted it up quite a lot after a big gap, which has been really good. Mm. Been no like dead days. Um, everyone seems to be having fun. So yeah, it's nice to get back out. Good to have your, your heart filled with love again from like people singing your songs and all that sort of stuff. And, and like we're going back to places where we've been before and then there's twice as many people there as there was last time and stuff like that. So like Bennett said, it's it's just nice to know. It, after like the first few shows, I think it was like, okay, people haven't forgotten about us and they're going crazier than they did before. So uh, And going to new places as well and having like big rooms mm. of like full of people, that's been really nice. Because obviously we, we're doing a lot of dates, so there are quite a few places we've not gone to and um, they've just been equally as like excitable or equally as fun to play so it's been it's been sick it's been really good cool i'm really glad to hear it's been going well have you like you've mentioned about you've gone to places previously and come back to places mm. have you found like different towns or cities are more familiar with gender roles yeah i reckon so yeah i think especially places like bristol or like london leeds, leeds exactly yeah, yeah. Leeds was a new one though for this tour, I think, because like we hadn't really we have like big bigger shows like down south because we're based in Brighton, so mm-hmm. like London, Bristol, like even Northampton, places like that. But um, we had a show in Leeds like a week or so ago at the Brood, and uh, that was crazy. Like people going mad. So it's like it's it's working its way up north now. So we can. <laughs> that, yeah, it's really cool that that's happening. Yeah. Yeah, it's been good. Even places like in Scotland, where we've we've gone up and played a few times, um, and the shows have got like when we were really in the midst of touring for like a good couple of years, they'd get slightly better and slightly better and slightly better, which was really good. But now we've come back this time, it's been really good. Like it's been like a full room, like yeah, like Lucas said, people going mad for it. So yeah, it's been great. It's been nice to like return to places and see it grow a lot more than it was at the start, and it's been really nice to go to new places and see it like start at a point where it's like as good as the rest yeah what's that Jeff <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> Jeff's just wrestling his voice just mm. just chilling and taking it he easy yeah um, Tom I've, I've noticed obviously we're in Northampton your hometown yeah, so yeah. welcome back Excuse me. How, how you how you first feel about you know playing your hometown again it's great I, I, I've got a lot, of, a lot of love for Northampton and obviously I've got a lot of friends here that I've known probably more in my life that I haven't known so it's nice to come back and, uh, and see everyone and get that hometown vibe. And I've recently moved back as well, so it's been nice to sort of reconnect with everyone and everyone's been gassed about coming to this show. So yeah, I'm pumped for it. I feel, um, obviously, you, I think you would know this more than anyone else, but I feel we're quite lucky in Northampton in the sense that we're left around two major cities, and this is how I've always looked at it. And it's kind of annoying that sometimes that we don't see enough come through. We've got obviously Roman as our premier venue. Mm. And like, it can be, I think, the like, admittedly, you know, disrespect, but the last one was skin dress. So that's not nothing small but I yeah. want to see more I want to I yeah. want, and I think we should be for this town I don't know it's a weird one with, like, I have a, a mixed bag of feelings for Roadmender because there's a lot that they could do with that venue because they do have a small room and they could like help out a lot of bands because Northampton's one of those places where in a tour it's perfect it's like slap bang in the middle like you said it's between like major cities so if they could they could utilise like the smaller rooms they have they could put bigger shows on that aren't just like Scar Tribute bands and that sort of thing so mm. Yeah, I think it just it just takes a, a like a good couple of bands to come through Northampton to get it going again, and then people will see it more and more on tour dates and think, oh, that's a great spot to stop off. Like we should come through. Yeah, 
definitely. Um, how have you guys adjusted getting back up the road? Obviously, we've all kind of been, as I call it, grounded by the government. Boris Johnson's grounded me for like, I don't know, 18 months, whatever. Now, 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 now I'm allowed out. It's on like, the naughty step. Yeah, I've been on the naughty step. Boris put me on there. Um, how have you guys found like, like getting back up the road, adjusting to that? I feel like the, the bit before was the adjustable part, whereas this is more of a norm. Mm-hmm. Because we've done it so much, and we were just—it felt like we were constantly on the road before, and having to adjust to not doing that was probably harder than it is now to get back out and do it. It's a lot more tiring than I remember, but it's like getting used to that is the main thing, like the physical aspect of it. But other than that, this is like this is pretty much home for us. What's the uh, what's the one thing on that you have to take when you go on tour for you guys? Of like it's like a collector building a collection over time. You're just like building up your your wash bag collection on yeah. this tour. It's uh, awesome. Get some conditioning yeah. 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 Mine's I think mine's between two. I always like to have a cap, and always like to have a set of nail clippers because when you're out for ages, you don't even realise how much you need nail clippers. It's insane. So yeah, they're my two. Thank you. Uh, a laptop for doing a lot of work. Do a lot of animation stuff, don't you? Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah. Awesome. Um, how easy do you find to put together your set list for the show? I find it really easy. <laughs> 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 He's still going at this one. <laughs> Bennett likes to write the set list, but then me and Jed go, maybe we should do this, and then it just goes back to what he says. Basically, I like to propose a set list based on times in between songs, one you can go straight into, tune-ins, all that sort of stuff. And then the boys quite rightly point out, well, it'd be a shame if we didn't end on this one, or it'd be great to start on that one. And then I go, okay, that's firm. And then we do it for a couple of days, and we're like, there's a big gap in the set there, isn't it? And then we'll look at the original set list and be like, ah, we should do that. And then it goes back, doesn't it? So it's quite easy, and then it's not so easy, and it goes back to being easy. It sounds a lot more simple than um, Eddie Vedder. I once read that Eddie Vedder goes out to the crowd beforehand while the support's on, and he gauges what the crowd reaction is, and he goes back and writes the pearl drums at this. So oh, really? it seems like your form uh, more, a lot, a lot easier. Than... We're not doing that. Not <laughs> interesting that. <laughs> um, you guys have got, the, I suppose, the biggest news and the biggest buzz is a couple of tours coming up, and we're not talking UK. We're talking Europe and um, the big, the big states. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so we get, we get back from this. Uh, we've got a couple of weeks off to work and sleep and eat, and then we're going to couple of European countries or mainland countries for, um, for about a month um, going to France, Germany, Belgium and the Netherlands I think yeah. Yeah. that's it and then we then it's Christmas everything's closed as always Yeah. and then we've got a little bit of time and then we're going out to the States with Delta Sleep for I think it's five weeks something like that going literally from west coast to east coast and everywhere in between so it's going to be it's going to be a gnarly one but it's going to be really fun I think is there, see the States that way. is there anything that you're looking forward to seeing out there? If we have time, 
I'll, I'll probably like to see as much as we can, but the, the amount of time we're going to spend in a van out there because the drives yeah. are going to be insane. So um, if we get any time, there's a like I don't know. It'd be nice to do a couple of touristy things. I really want to eat Chicago Town pizza. Chicago Town. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That is brilliant, Tom. I love that. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? I want to eat a deep dish pizza. <laughs> I want to eat a deep dish pizza in Chicago. I think that would be really fun. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll do that. Yeah. I reckon we like we might have a bit of time in like New York. We're playing Brooklyn, and I think there's like a relatively short drive that day, so we might have a bit of time. But we just kind of get used to like when you're touring. Like, there's so many cities that I've been to where I've just seen the street that the venue's on. And that's the only thing I've seen from that city, but I've been there like four times. Yeah. And I'm just sort of, I'm always like prepared for that eventuality, so. There's like one food place that's close to the venue or close where you're staying that we go back to, or it's a petrol station close by, or it's the venue, and then that's it. I can relate to that. I, yeah, f- yeah. I found exactly the same. So I've only been out to the States on a couple of times. Went out to LA 2016, and did Disney and Universal, which is pretty cool. Nice. Went back in 29 to Florida, saw the Daytona Valley, which was, that was a stroke of luck. Oh, but we went to get some food, and like literally the IHOP was like, I don't know, 20 minutes that way from the venue. So yeah, if you want some food, guys, prepare for a bit of a, a, bit of a trek. Depends oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, spread out, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm ready for it. I'll go anywhere for food, I think. Food, food is nicer, to be fair. Um, so obviously, apart from Dead or Alive, so used to drop in, and obviously you've got the European and US tours. Mm-hmm. What's what's the plan for the rest of this year, and obviously going to next year? Um, so I think at the minute we're there, there's there's a big focus on on sort of touring at the minute because we have missed out, um, and obviously it's the way main way bands can make money. It's the main way that they get to like do the best part of being a band. So I think we're focusing a lot on that, and um, but we have been we did write a lot of music and record. Uh, some music over the uh, the quiet period, so um, there'll be there'll be some time for that coming out for next year. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Um, just to finish off, we've got a couple of fun questions for yourselves. Uh, what's the strangest thing you've seen at a show? It could be your show, the show, or a show you've been. The strangest to. thing I I've seen, and I don't know if you're going to keep this in, but is our mate crowd surfing in a bagel shop that we played holding a giant dildo. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is so strange and random. I loved it. That was a great day, wasn't it? That's pretty cool. What about you guys? Have you got one, Jess? No, I can't think of one. There's definitely been some some weird things going on. Surely. People dressed up sometimes are really funny. I've seen someone in a horse's head once. You know them really scary ones? Yeah. (laughs) The floppy head. Yeah, yeah, I've seen one of them before. We we played a show in Dresden, in Germany, and... um, we got taken out by the promoter for, for dinner, just like a few doors down from the from the, <laughs> from the venue. And we're having this like nice, it was like Turkish, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Oh yeah. my god! So like she and chatting with the promoter, she's telling us about the city and it's like you know nice vibes and stuff. And then this um, this lady comes over to us and is like, "Hey, g- uh, you gender roles?" Kind of in like broken mm-hmm. English, "You gender roles?" And we're like mid eating, like, "Oh yeah, yeah." can you sign this and it was like a printout of our facebook page yeah. but like from the browser like she screen printed the browser she took, no, a, she, picture, she took a picture oh, of her no, screen so she took a photo <laughs> of her computer screen that had our facebook page on it and you can see the edges of the screen and everything yeah. it was sick 
And then, like, in the middle of a, a busy restaurant, was just like, you have to sign it, you have to sign it. And we're like, oh, we're kind of eating, but yeah, no worries. But before then, as well, she was stood at the window staring at us, do you remember? <laughs> and I, we were all like, clocked this lady, just like looking, like, really staring. And it was just like, okay. And then she kind of went away, and I was like, oh, thank God, I don't like being stared at when I'm eating. And she was just like here, out of nowhere, with this photo printout of, yeah. That was a weird one, wasn't it? That is, that's nuts. Yeah, it's that pretty is, funny. That is nuts. Um, who would you like to share a cold drink with and why? Ooh. You, Rob, because this oh. has been really fun. Oh, thank you, Tom. I appreciate <laughs> that. Thank you, man. That's... What about you? What are you saying? You? Yeah. It's a lot of love in the ginger ale's <laughs> camp. I love this. <laughs> what are you saying, Jordan? Uh, I reckon probably go and have a cold beer with uh, Gordon Ramsay. Oh, pretty funny, wasn't it? <laughs> See if you can like uh, all like really swear and give me some like properly in. Tell me off, Gordon. Come yeah. on. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I reckon he could. I reckon he'd still get pissy over someone having a drink with him. Yeah. Oh yeah, I hope so. It's yeah. not that martini's not stirred right. Take it yeah. back, yeah. sort of scenario. Yeah. I'll, just, I'll just end up trying to find things that like annoy him. And then, uh, yeah, that'll be a good one. I reckon probably yeah. turn into a bit of a mad night out actually. Yeah. Lots of see Gordon Ramsay on a night out actually. Be pretty jokes. I reckon it'd be funny. Yeah, it'd be pretty funny. Getting getting absolutely sloshed and taken to a strip joint and see how he reacts. <laughs> no, 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 we're doing it wrong. <laughs> Grease the pole first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, guys, on that note, thank you very much for your time. Guys, that was gender roles, guys, on set and tone. Cheers, Rob. No, it's thank you. Hey everyone, so I hope you enjoyed that interview there. Um, just a couple of shout outs that I want to give. Um, it's to these guys and to a few people that helped make this possible. Um, it's not always as kind of straightforward as you'd think trying to get an interview booked with a band, no matter the size of the band and what's going on. So um, I want to give a massive shout out to um, Hold Tight, who are their PR company. Um, I can't thank Hold Tight enough. They're a fantastic company to, that I work with, um, as are all the PR agencies. You know, that everyone's kind of doing their thing and everyone's busy doing different things. A uh, massive shout out to Connor, their tour manager, um, for kind of green lighting that one and you know allowing um, some time to the band again you know you'd think that when a band's on tour and they're not really doing a lot like in terms of you know once they've stopped playing a show what else is there to do so they would have loads of time not always the case um, sometimes they're doing different commitments or just want some chill out time so thank you to kind of the tour manager and a massive shout out to Tom, Joe and Jordan uh, from Gender Roles for giving up 20 minutes of their time sit down with little old me and talk about life with what's all going on. Um, like I said, I really, really enjoy Gender Roles. Uh, the track I've got coming up for you next is their latest single, Dead or Life So Useless. Um, but before going to that, I want to kind of give a quick review because, it, like I say, it's a dedication to Gender Roles and I kind of feel like I'd be doing some injustice if I wasn't to go and share um, some thoughts on the show. Um, so it was my first time seeing Gender Roles live. Never seen them before. Obviously, I've heard of them prior to going to the show um, and it's the first time that I think that they've played Northampton in a, in, in a couple of years I believe it's been a while um, and it's certainly the first time that we've all been back at the venue the Black Prince in Northampton um, which I want to give a big shout out to those guys some of you may know the Black Prince some of you may not um, if you've, obviously if you're familiar with Northampton or Northamptonshire you, you, should, you will probably have an idea but the Black Prince basically is um, you, you got your standard pub bit grubby you know We've all got grubby pubs in our towns or cities, and um, they've where the where the Black Prince kind of benefits is they've got a dedicated 
back room. Um, prior to the pandemic, it was a back room that you know did gigs and whatnot, and that's pretty cool. Now it's a purpose-built back room. You know, they've during the lockdown, the guys have taken the time to kind of really redevelop that room and and make it fit for purpose. And now it's fantastic. It's got a cracking PA, um, and I think that really helped. You know, set the performance that night. So. Um, in terms of what do I think to gender roles uh, as a as a band live because I've never seen them and they've got a ton of dates coming up. You know they're off to Europe in a, in a few weeks. They're then they're off to America. Covid obviously depending on these things. Then the guys are due to play Download Festival I believe on the Friday um, next year. So what would you want to know if you if you've heard of them gender roles and you've never seen them? What would you need need to know to kind of you know to kind of sway you over the edge to get you to go say well. For me personally, gender roles are fantastic. Why? Because they've got such energy about their performance. Um, there's a lot of bands that unfortunately lack stage presence. I'm not going to, I've got no examples and I'm not, I think it would be rude for me to call them out. Um, a lot of bands are fantastic studio, but they fail to capture that live essence. Um, and a lot of bands are fantastic live, but fail to capture that studio, but or vice versa. Um, General Rose, like I said, have got plenty of energy about them. They're a three-piece band. Stands there. You've got uh, Tom, lead vocals and guitars. Um, I hope I get this the right way around. I do apologize if I don't. You've got Jordan on drums and Gerald on bass. Um, if you kind of want to know what General Rose sound like, everyone's going to have their own interpretations. But my interpretation of how I feel General Rose sound like, it's kind of like um, a little sprinkle of 90s music influences, um, whether that be stuff like Pearl Jam, Hole, um, then you've kind of like early pop punk like Green Day and whatnot, um, mixed with a bit of Nirvana. That's kind of my take on it, but no doubt everyone's going to have their own interpretation to what they feel gender roles sound like to them. Um, but that's my take. And what I love about seeing gender roles for the very, very first time, it was a Wednesday night in Northampton. And to be fair, the promotion, the promoter, and the venue did a really great job of pulling in the crowd. As did the bands that were performing to put in the crowd. You know, on a Wednesday night, the room probably holds a few hundred, and it was probably a hundred. So, still a couple of short, but nonetheless, a fantastic night. The crowd were really into gender roles. That really trans, um, you can see that transfer from gender roles in stage performance into the crowd. The crowd was energy. They were bouncing. They were singing back songs that they knew. Um, a real connection there between the audience and the band, which I think is absolutely important because you don't want to go to a show and feel like you're bored out your tree. Um, not just that, I think the fact that gender roles are really nice people and they're quite, uh, I hope I'm getting their personality here. They're quite, they're kind, high people, they're polite and uh, they're quite humble. Quite, that's kind of the impression I got from meeting them. Um, I think that shows well people, you could approach them and they'll say hi and, and whatnot. So I think that goes down really well after a show. A little bit of um, band and crowd interaction after shows show is always good. Um, the set list was fantastic. Around they played for around 50 minutes, I believe. So, what 13 14 tracks? Uh, I think there was a little bit of everything in there. It was a little bit from Pran, it was um, the latest track. There was a couple of new tracks that, if I'm being really honest, I can't remember the names, but they sound really, really cool and they really sound in keeping with what the band's done previously and it fits nice. So, hopefully, those tracks will see a release, whether that's digitally or uh, a limited vinyl run or whatever that will be. They will see the release one day. Um, but overall, gender roles as a, as a band, seeing them live, um, a good solid 9 out of 10. I don't want to give 10 out of 10 because there's always room for improvement, but they've got energy, 
got a stage presence. Um, one thing that I really, really liked, and this was courtesy of their manager, Connor, but um, I don't know if they've done this across all their shows, across the tour that they've just completed, but it had little facts for the cities and towns they're playing in. And um, I kind of got the impression, because Tom's a, a Northampton lad, um, it was kind of like a little bit embarrassing, but kind of cool at the same time to be giving out these facts. It was cool. It was a different thing. I've never seen that, at, you know, at a show, whether it's a, a you know, a Metallica-sized band or a band like Gender Rolls that are, are making their way through. I've never seen anyone give out facts, and I thought that was pretty cool. It was a different take in between, you know, tune-ins and talking to the crowd rather than just talking absolute nonsense. There was, um, you know, something of interest, I guess. So yeah, really, really cool. Like I say, they've got all that about them. I would strongly recommend going to see Gender Rolls. I think they're phenomenal. The show was absolutely awesome. Um, great songs, great, great set list. Plenty of energy, plenty of engagement. I don't think you could ask for more, really, if I'm being completely honest with you. So if you see Gender Rolls coming to a town or city near you, or you're able to get to one of the fest performances, whether that be Download, or the tours do go ahead in Europe and America, go and check them out. I think you really like them. I'm absolutely in love with gender roles except for different that I can add to my playlist and I love it. So, with that being said, I will be closing out the show with the track um, Dead or Alive. Um, just want to do a little bit of housekeeping first before I do that. So, I've got, um, I'll be posting on Set in the Tone's Facebook page and if you're not familiar with that link by now, that is Set in the Tone UK podcast and that's the same handle for Facebook and Instagram. My Twitter handle is slightly different, that's STT UK Podcast, and I will be posting the link for Dead or Alive um, video on Set and Tone's Facebook page, as well as Gender Roles' social media pages. So if you wish to go and do so, you can go and check out Gender Roles on Facebook and social media and see what they're about. Or even go and check out their YouTube um, channel so you can catch up on their videos. A massive shout out to, again, uh, Connor, Tom, Gerald, and Jordan. And um, hold tight for the help in getting this, in, you know, booked in and uh, arranging for the night to take place. Um, I want to give a big shout out to you guys, the listeners, you guys who choose to hear my voice whenever I put an episode out. Uh, means the absolute world that you're still on board, you're still tuning in, and hopefully we can keep growing this channel. As I always keep saying, um, if you want to come on the show, if you if you're in a band or you're an artist. It doesn't necessarily matter what genre. I know I do a lot of alternative stuff on this channel. A hell of a lot, and I'm very much aware of that. But please don't feel put off that if you're a hip-hop artist or um, a pop singer or, or whatever genre. And if you've got something, then, um, you know, we can all feel passionately and we can all come together and we want to, you know, you want to come and do an episode where we, you know, you're talking about what you're doing or you want something to be reviewed. I'm more than happy. You know, it doesn't matter if it's rock, metal, pop, you know, at the end of the day, I'm happy if we all feel on the same page and we're comfortable to do it. I'm absolutely happy to do that for you. Um, there's absolutely the best thing about setting the tone is I don't charge. I don't charge anyone for anything. Reason being because it is for um, bands who want some help with putting some spotlight on them. If you're a, if you're an emerging band or if you're a band that's been going for a few years and you know you want to kind of spread your wins and you know gets not necessarily spotted but be heard or seen in different corners of the country that's what setting the tone is for it's about supporting bands of all levels and talking what's going on in the industry um please feel free to connect to me if you wish to you know have those conversations uh, alternatively you can email me at stt-setthetone-outlook.com and um, submit whatever music or interview request you wish to do so there um once again guys 
before I go, if you haven't done so already, please can ask you to uh, like, follow, comment, just show any social media interaction. As I said, we the show goes out, and I am pers- set in tone personally on Facebook, Instagram, handle is set in tone UK podcast, Twitter is STT UK podcast, and the show goes out on Twitch. Um, obviously, not right now. Where it's a slightly different format of an episode, but the show is going out on Twitch, and that is set in tone UK podcast. So if you are a Twitch user and you wish to um, follow, subscribe to Set in Tone on Twitch, please do so. Um, it'd be really awesome to see your see your face on there and, and start to build that platform of Set in Tone. Um, yeah, I don't really have anything else to really add apart from thank you once again. Stay safe, and I look forward to catching you on another episode. Uh, here comes Dead or Alive to close out the show. Yeah.